All right, this is Corey. And I'm Sharonda. And this is Until Forever. This is a relationship podcast. We don't claim to be experts or gurus or anything like that. We just want to share our journey with you, and we hope that we can help you. And we are looking for help, too. I'm just playing. I ain't trying to. That sounded like a. That sounded like an emergency. Help me. Help me. Help me, please. But no, we just, we want to help each other. This is a good exchange, and we want um, to just be a blessing to somebody out there. So um, we are doing our very first. This is our very first time having guests on the Yay! podcast. And yeah. you know what better way to start off than to have the amazing, wonderful McGee's. The McGee family. Sharonda, why don't you introduce them? <laughs> don't just have, be waving. You we have with so. us Harold and Cassandra McGee. And what? <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I think you guys have been married just about the, the same amount of time that we have, right? Like 10 years or almost 11 years, maybe? Be 11 this year. See, yeah. Awesome. So, um... We are excited to have you guys on. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Um, why don't we start off with just a little, tell us about yourselves as a couple. Please tell our audience about yourselves. Absolutely. Um, as you uh, said, I'm Harold. and I'm Cassandra. <laughs> this is Cassandra. And um, yeah, we're the McGee's. And um, just quick, we've been married 10 years, be 11 this year. We have three wonderful kids. Um, all boys, oh, yes. <laughs> Israel Solomon and Harold the Third. Um, we um, we met in middle school. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's dope. That is dope. <laughs> so we've known each other a while. Yeah. But um, um, I'm also an entrepreneur, um, an, an Army National Guard, and um, and lover of Jesus Christ <laughs> ministry. Yes. And so um, and and I'm a fourth grade teacher. Yes. yes. So. And that's it. You don't do that much. Harold's like, come on, talk about yourself, girl. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Singer, songwriter, recording artist. Come there on. You go. You come on. Talk about it. You talk your talk. <laughs> I forgot for a minute. <laughs> hey, I didn't. Now that's, that's studio time costs money. <laughs> hey. <laughs> For those of you that um, are in the Carbondale area and you're familiar with District 95 and the school district, uh, that's where that's where Mrs. McGee uh, teaches. And on our district website, um, or actually it's on our Facebook page, I think it is. And YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You can see, uh, you can get a glimpse of the, 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 the talent and the anointing that's on Mrs. McGee's life. And on Harold McGee's life because of the video that they did together in that classroom. Yes. Wow, it was awesome. It was awesome. What made you guys like what this this ain't on the list. I'm no, sorry. it's not. I'm sorry. She, she <laughs> mad. No, I, it, no, I, I just I wanted what um like what prompted that? Because that's to a lot of people, you know, they, they tend to, you know, be reserved or they'll they'll share their gift if the money right, you know what I mean? But like what what pushed you guys to say, you know, we're gonna do this on a high level like we do, you know. Um Cassie? <laughs> well, um, you know, I've always tried to think of ways where my two passions can collide with music and teaching. And so 
the black history program was kind of an area where I could do that. And um, I was just playing around. My students, they love to hear me sing. So I was like, you know, why don't we make a song together? And I tell you, we were working, um, it was a recess and I wrote that song in about 10 to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It just kind of came to me as it was going, as we were going and we played a little track um, that uh, a guy that I found on YouTube, he let us use for free, um, but the kids loved it. And it's like, it goes along well. Um, And so, that's kind of how it all came about, um, recording it. And then we just, yep. you know, I'm like, if we're going to present it, you know, I want to do it in excellence. Like, you know, I want the sound quality to be good. So I have, that's where my husband came in and he brought the studio equipment into the classroom and um, he was filming us in different places in the school. And I mean, yeah. the rest was history. He, you know, came up with some magic there. <laughs> So. Hey, my, my, my day off was hijacked for two weeks. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Very appreciative. Though. I love it. No, but it was, it was great. It was great. Um, I think, I think she just had a, the vision and, um, and I had the, the time <laughs> and, the, and the, and the know-how and, uh, it was really fun though. Getting the, getting the kids, uh, some of them is their first time, you know, recording hearing themselves recorded into a into a, a microphone um and then put on a track and mixed and so uh letting them see all of that from my laptop and um the different footage and i kind of let them see the editing process cool. and the mixing process and so it was it was fun it was fun yeah. that's dope and those those children will never forget that yeah that's what i love about it they'll never forget their black teacher and her black husband that walked in that classroom <laughs> and said, this is how we do it right here. Like, well, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. I know that wasn't supposed to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it kind of it kind of gets us into the next topic. So um, just yeah. I, you guys have wear so many hats um, individually. And then you have things that you all do together. So how do you all find that work life? balance which you know everyone always says there's no way to have balance it's prioritizing but just tell us like your process what that looks like especially with um harold serving in the military um how does that look for you all at home hey Otic. <laughs> you're like balance what is that <laughs> chaotic explain yourself chaos <laughs> um Honestly, it's it's um, it's a mixture of passion, um, a mixture of just uh, the hustle and bustle, and just knowing where we came from and where God has taken us thus far, and that drive to to steward what He's blessed us with has been a um, a big driving factor. But um, man, tell you what trying to run uh, businesses or side hustles and work full time and have a part-time job and serve in the military um, and be in ministry. And that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) And then Cassie and Cassie, you know, so I'm, I'm running, I'm running my businesses. I'm, I'm working full time for the church. Um, I also have a part-time job that I'm doing. I'm um, on the side and then I'm in the military that 
it's calling me off several months at a time. <laughs> and then Cassie, she's she's teaching full time. And we got our, 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 our son, who was almost two and our other two kids. And um, and then she decides on top of all that that she want to record some music. <laughs> so now we we trying to put the kids to sleep so that we can get in our makeshift studio in my office and record songs so that we can send them to Todd Delaney's team so that he can mix and master them for us. <laughs> and so um, it's just a, um, a variety of things. And honestly, to, to be to be quite frank, man, once my uh, I think this year was a turning point for us because um, this year our kids start playing sports. Oh, and so I always came home from work and worked on my business and um, and I no longer could do that because it was either work on my business or, or go to the basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't want to be that that parent who's like, hey, son, um, your team sucks anyway, so oh. I'm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you won't miss me. <laughs> Y'all be a priority when you start winning. <laughs> so it was becoming very expensive. Uh, doing so much was becoming very expensive. And I and looking back and God really blessed us last year financially and we've we've reached financial uh, goals that we never thought we would, but it came at a tremendous cost. And I remember the first time that we had our five figure month where we made over $10,000 in one month and I was so excited and I was like, look, babe. And she was like, no, like we can't keep doing this. Like this is ridiculous. Like we don't even, if this is what it takes to make this much money, I don't want it. Wow. <laughs> she was like, I want my husband back. Like <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. How much time you're spending just to get like, you can't even enjoy it. Wow. <laughs> so, because, you know, I was paying people cause I didn't, I didn't do anything, man. Our home, we, we would come home from work and we couldn't clean and do laundry. We looking for people to clean our house and do our laundry and we paying house cleaners. We paying people to cut our grass because I'm like, man, I ain't got I'm, you don't have time to cut the grass. I ain't got time to cut the grass. <laughs> so I'm paying people to cut the grass. I'm paying people to wash my kids. I'm paying people to do every like I'm spending so much money to make <laughs> to make money. You know, I'm paying marketing costs. I'm paying living expenses. And it's to the point where I was like, you know what, if I just focus on what I enjoy doing and let everything else go, um, life would be a lot simpler for us. Mm -hmm. And you so had a little, little help in I had help. My <laughs> wife was like, look, Cassie was like, look, we had a place where we can, she, she, what was your words? She's like, she's like, babe, we're at a place where if you don't love what you do, it needs to go. Oh, yeah. wow. and, and you know, I, I, wow. That came to me at a time where I was very vulnerable. Actually, in January, when I lost my parents within two weeks from each other. And, um, you know, I looked at my father's life and I looked at my mother just thinking about what they did. And I'm like, yeah. you know, they loved what they did. And, you know, they lived their life. And, you know, I didn't want us to, you know, be stressing out trying to, you know, make ends meet or to, 
reach some certain goal, but we're not doing what we love. And, um, you know, I, I had finally started doing what I love, being a teacher and then pursuing my music. But I'm like, my husband, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what I love. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and, the, and, the and lines and are blurred. I, I don't know what's I there. I say that jokingly, but it was so serious. I was, you know, some people are like, oh, um, you're getting close to burnout. Yeah. Man, yes, I yes. was, I burnt that bridge. That, <laughs> burnt, I was, I was, I was past burnout, man. I was running on fumes. <laughs> and, and I, and, and the Lord, I mean, I was really praying about, you know, what the next step is. Um, because once you taste success in mm. any area, you want to just go for more. Oh, yes. And um, I was praying and the Lord, like, treated my life <laughs> was like was like what's more important you know what's more important you know the the image of success or actual success wow and i was like what you mean lord i got both <laughs> are you not looking at everything right now <laughs> yeah, did you miss this lord like i'm i'm, I'm killing it right now <laughs> And, and and the Lord, he had to remind me, he's like, look, man, you're not sleeping. You're waking up early. You're going to bed late. You you know what I'm saying? You you too tired to spend time with your kids. They want to play. They want to have fun. They want to do little things. And you falling asleep on them because you you didn't stay up all night working on some project. And you you ain't your passion um, for ministry ain't what it used to be because you're so exhausted from all the other responsibilities and you know, and then you you take you 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 add in the the human aspect of just people being people and people getting on your nerves and you on edge because you ain't really um, centered like you're supposed to be. So you just I'm just snap, snapping on folks. <laughs> um, and the Lord was like, "Look, man, I need you to just step away from everything and um, and really focus on what I have for you." And so with that. I was like, okay, Lord, what does that look like? You know, um, I know you want me to be in ministry, but I always thought ministry was, you know, either planting a church, working at a church or, you know, preaching. <laughs> and um, the Lord's like, no, man, um, the ministry I've given you, you don't have to, you don't have to work at a, at a church. You don't have to work at someone else's job. You don't have to like, I've, I've created a way for you to provide for your family and do what you love wow. without killing yourself. And so I was like, word. And so I handed, <laughs> I handed in my, my, um, my resignation to my full-time job. And, um, I thought, Lord, I'm trusting you, man. Cause if, if I go broke, <laughs> this is all you. <laughs> And so my wife being the one who's super cautious, super, you know, um, planning. I was like, look, babe, I think the Lord wants me to 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 quit my full time job and, and be self-employed um, full time and create what he puts on my heart to create from a from that perspective, from a ministry perspective. And she was like, I'm in total agreement. I think that's the direction for you. And I was like, oh, Lord, I thought she was going to say, you better not quit that job. <laughs> I would have. Years ago. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, you need to you need to do like we've tasted what it's like to work. Now we need to see what it's like to trust the Lord wow. while he builds something great for us. Oh, that's wow. so good. 
you know, you, you, you did it. Your, you did it your way working crazy. Now let's do it God's way. Now let's, let's, let's do it. Let him provide how he wants to provide. And, um, and you just be obedient to what he caught caused you to create and, and do. And I was like, all right, I hear you. Um, so that's what I did. So I've been working full time for myself for a few months now, two months, one month. One month. This oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it went from a few months to, well, one month, one month. <laughs> you know, I've been working, I've been working my business for years, but one thing the Lord told me, he's like, you need to stop dabbling Ooh. and just do it. Wow. Like, if you're going, like, I've been, this, my business been a side hustle for like five, six years and I'm making decent money. But it's capped to a ceiling because I ain't really got time and I'm not finna hire nobody because I'm hiring too many people as it is. And I was just like, the Lord was like, look, if you if you if if I've called you to this, to this business and this entrepreneurship, you need to go all in or you need to let it go and go all in with a job. <laughs> and I was like, man, skip that job. I'm going all in. <laughs> wow. That's an awesome testimony. And the crazy part is, you know, I work, I work full time at a church. And so um, the optics of that is like, oh man, what, what the church do? <laughs> and the church didn't do nothing. And so I told my pastor, I was like, look, man, I think the Lord telling me it's time to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I told him why. And he was like, listen, man, Harold, he said something that was so profound, yet so simple. He says, Harold, you've been trying to maintain multiple streams to create a river. Ooh. Because the Lord says, just abide in the river and let the streams come from the river oh instead of the gosh. river, until the streams going to the, to trying to get all the streams to create a river. He said, man, this just rest in the river and whatever streams come out of that, that's the Lord. And I was like, all right, okay. So my, my, my boss, my pastor, they was on board. My wife was on board. It was just a, a God alignment that, um, I was like, all right, I trust you. I trust you. And, um, and yeah, and it's been, he's been faithful. He's been faithful. He's been great. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've made more money this month than I made working three jobs. Wow. <laughs> Sir, you have no idea how much you are encouraging us right now. So I know it's been blessing somebody else. That's, oh, I guess it's, 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 it's this is me. I won't tell on him, but it's it's for him. Yeah. My goodness, <laughs> you're helping me today. <laughs> well, that I like, I just appreciate you like just sharing that because so many people. I mean, you know, with, especially with the age of social media, you see all these people and they have the success, and they're telling you like you have to sacrifice your your sleep and and get up super early and stay up super late, and that's like. I've been there doing that, and it's just like, I'm not a good person, and if I can't be exactly. a good person, exactly. then this isn't worth it, like, this isn't worth it at all, I can't be, I can't do this and be a good person, something's got to go. <laughs> my wife is like, I miss my husband. She be so sad. She be, we be watching, we be watching TV when we do watch TV. <laughs> And she be like, babe, I miss my husband. I'm like, I'm right here. What are you talking about? Like, but you ain't really here, though. <laughs> Which kind of leads into, I know you asked about the military. What happens when he's not here? Um, you know, it used to be I panicked. Like, and I was down and depressed and felt like I had nobody. And the only people that I did have 
was to call my parents <laughs> and vent to yeah. them. So, um, but I've realized that I do have a support system. I just have to be willing to reach out. Like so many people say, like when Harold leaves, like I'm on call, like don't hesitate. Um, and I've been taking advantage of that. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and, and I've seen people, they have been faithful. They have shown up. Um, and I do have that support system. So I just lean into that support when he leaves um, because it's needed. The boys, they um, they know Man. how to act when daddy's gone. Listen, <laughs> I be trying to threaten them on the Skype, on the FaceTime. They be, all right, like, whatever, dad. You're, you're like, not here. <laughs> yes. so. Look, they know. I, the kids, kids are something else. But my crunches, I can't go up and down the stairs like I'm used to doing. So their rooms are upstairs and I'm normally on them all the time about keeping their rooms clean and not acting up. And, you know, I'll tell them to do something. And lately they just come up here and they ain't doing it. They just acting like they're doing it. And I got to sneak up the stairs and it's really sneaking. Like I probably need to get one of Harold's, Harold's outfits on his, uh, on his army fits because I'll be... Cause I gotta crawl, I gotta crawl up the stairs, you know, cause I ain't gonna risk falling backwards and then everything, bro. <laughs> so I gotta sneak in there to see if they really clean. They ain't doing nothing, cause they know nope, nope, I can't nope, run up nope. the stairs and get them like I be doing. So yeah, the other night I was like, okay, everybody shut it down, let's go to bed, and it was what like 15 minutes, and we heard the girls just snickering and jumping around in the room, and Corey's like. Didn't you tell everybody to get in the bed? I was like, yeah, and they know you can't go up there. So now I have to go up there. And it's like, it doesn't matter how much authority I try to put in my voice. Like, it's not the same as when Corey says it. So, yeah, they got a few more weeks of taking advantage. And then it's going to be... It's gonna be raining down fire. <laughs> yeah, I be I be trying to threaten them. I'm like, when I get back, I'm gonna tell you up, boy. When I get back, well, I be get back. It'd be so happy. They be so happy to see me. Yeah. I be so happy to see them. <laughs> oh yes. Um. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and uh, Cassandra has mentioned it, like the loss of her parents, and I I saw that a post you guys made where I didn't realize both of you all. Um, yep. don't have your parents anymore. Uh, so just, uh, can you talk about like the shaping of your marriage, the impact that your parents have had on you all and your relationship? Um, and then just how you all take that, any lessons you learned from them and like apply it to your own relationship and, and the rearing of your children. Um, you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> well, our, our family, our family dynamic, the two of us is um, like total opposite. <laughs> like our families are total opposite and our family dynamics are total opposite. Like Cassie's really, as you heard, she's really close with her parents. She talked to her parents every day, several times a day. Mm -hmm. I visit my family parents like they distant relatives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't call my parents. I visit them when I'm in town. I'm like, hey, I'm finna come up. So I talk to my parents like when I was drilling, when I was uh, in a unit up in Peoria, I, I picked Peoria because I knew I would have to go and, and see my parents at least once a month 
when I went up there for military duty. <laughs> so um, outside of that, I, I seen him on holidays and I talk, I, I'll talk to him every once in a while. Um, I don't think I really ever called them. They always was the ones calling me. Um, but I didn't really have a close relationship with my parents. I said all that to say, I didn't really have a close relationship with my parents. Um, I love my parents, um, but I learned because I had to learn to take care of myself at a very early age because my dad went to prison and my mom was um, addicted to uh, drugs and alcohol. Um, I, I really had to step up as like, it was just me and my little brother and I had to be that person to be responsible to make sure, you know, when me, when I was growing up and we got evicted from our apartment um, and we kept, we get kicked out of the YWCA, we get kicked out of the South Side Mission. Um, we trying to stay at other relatives house and because my mom, she could never stay sober. And so they kept, kept kicking us out and missing court dates and stuff. And so me and my brother, we literally live out of our book bags like oh, everything we owned was in our backpacks and we carried our books and homework in our hands but everything else was in our backpacks that we owned and so he looked up to me like look man how we how we gonna get to where we need to go how we gonna eat how we gonna do this and so i mean me being a creative person i was man i was man i had a little bicycle chop shop in the projects man i was stealing bikes and and breaking them down <laughs> <laughs> putting together some stuff man selling them to to little drug dealers who needed, <laughs> needed bikes <laughs> no um and i was collecting cans man we were we were doing whatever we could to get some money man and uh just in case we didn't know where the next meal was coming from so coming from that type of environment um i couldn't really depend on my parents and so when i got older I started working when I was 15 um, and I was that kid that because I had a job, I wrote my name on the stuff in the house. Like, don't drink my juice. <laughs> Harold. <laughs> yeah, I got y'all own juice. Y'all, your juice gone, huh? Don't drink my juice. <laughs> but uh, I, I was very independent, very self-sufficient. And so mm -hmm. when my parents passed away, um, my mom passed away first and my dad, he was like, look, man, you, you just gonna have to take care of everything. I'm, I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not in my right mind to handle this. And, you know, my dad only had a, a, a third or fourth grade education, you know? Um, and so, um, most of the time I was take care of him. Like he couldn't read that good. Hey boy, tell me what this say. And so I was, I was reading stuff. I was taking notes for him and signing stuff for me. And I was like, dad, is this wrong? Boy, we got the same name, sign that paper for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was always the responsible one. So I, I, I felt like I was taking care of, you know, when my, when my parents couldn't pay the bills and they couldn't, you know, afford things, they, they'd call me, you know, I take my little money that I was making in college and pay my parents bills and, you know, uh, when I joined the military, um, I bought my, my, my dad a car. Um, and, you know, so I was always, you know, cause he felt entitled to it. Honestly, I ain't want to buy it, <laughs> but, um, so I, I, I'm that way. So when my parents passed away, I was like, I was hurt. Don't get me wrong. I was hurt and I missed them, 
and I cherish the memories we had together. And I wish I would have had more memories and more moments with them uh, since they passed. Um, but that's just how I was brought up. You know, that's just the environment that I was in. And, and, um, and that's just the fabric that I come from. You know, that's how I'm built. And Cassie, she, she sees that and she hears that and she was like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. You know, I've had both my parents in my life, all my life, I was spoiled rotten. Like there was, I was never in a situation like that. And so I was like, you know, lucky you. <laughs> but she'll tell her story. But that being said, um, that's what I brought to the marriage. And so that's that's the mentality that I brought to the marriage. That's the mindset that I had coming into the marriage. And so um, I was I came into the marriage like with that savior mentality. Like mm -hmm. I need to take care of you. Um, I'm making all the decisions. Um, you're gonna, you know, I know what's best for everybody because I'm the responsible one, <laughs> and I've never been proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And so not knowing that, but that's how I, that's, that was my framework of our marriage. Like I came into the marriage, like treating her, like I treated my parents, like <laughs> I got to take care of you. So the first seven years of our marriage, she didn't work. Like she didn't work. You know, we just, she just stayed home with the kids. I, I mean, I'm not saying she didn't like it. I mean, she wanted, she wanted to be with our kids. Like she was a mother, but, um, there came a point in our marriage where Cassie was like, look, I have dreams and desires too, dude. And we not just finna do what you want to do because you think you know everything. She's like, no, matter of fact, I think your business ideas suck. That's why it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> She's like, hey, hold on. Don't put me out there like that. That's how I heard it. I heard it like that. I heard it just like that. And she was like, you know, I went to school. I have a degree. I want to teach. I don't want to stay at home with these kids all day. Like I want, I want to, I have talents. I want to teach and I want to sing and I want to write songs. And I'm like, well, why don't you do it from home? Teach these kids. Write some nursery rhymes. It wasn't the same. <laughs> I'm bringing home the bacon. And that's how it's going to be. That was in the latter years. And so we've matured. We've matured from that point. Yeah. And she's since, you know, teaching and um, she's, you know, a viable asset to the house. And I mean, it was to the point where she didn't know what was going on with the finances. And she was like, look, Harold, I want to know where the money going how it's getting there, what the bank account, I won't know all of this. I'm like, where is this coming from? No, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, let me let me jump in. You, so like he was saying, he, he was more independent. That's kind of what he learned from his parents. Me, total opposite. I was the baby, the baby out of 10 kids. Ooh, um, wow. Yeah, my dad, my mom and dad, last one to leave the house, you know, and I was kind of sheltered, so anything I needed while on college campus, just that, like, I got it. You know, even he tried to do it, even in marriage, like y'all all right, you know, <laughs> yes, dad, I left you, I cleaved to my husband, but um, 
But even then, like I had, I came in with dependents. I left yeah. my my mother and father's home, and then I immediately Cassie, married Harold. Well, people don't know Cassie was never on her own. No, like I before never... marrying me, like she went from like she graduated college and moved in with me. And we got married. We got married. Yeah. we got married the summer you graduated. Graduated in May, got married in July. Yeah, graduated in May, got oh, married yeah. in July. Yeah. And then um, we got an apartment down in Carbondale. And so like she she literally never had independence, like a time where she was just like, I'm doing everything on my own. It was always either my dad getting it for me are now Harold's getting it for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I worked like a little job in the summer, but that was just for, you know, a little extra change, you know, whenever dad occasionally said no. But <laughs> that was like my first job and it was, I was in college coming yeah. home to work. That was my very first job, he yeah. is 15. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I came in with that dependence, but you know, later on in the year, <laughs> Look, um, I had to get delivered, man. I was not trying to have nobody. I was, I was, cause I didn't care. I'm like, Harold's taking care of it. But then, you know, God had to show her some things because I was not a good steward for yeah. <laughs> some of these business ideas. They were going a little too far. And, uh, <laughs> I was, man, I was wasting, I was making some money, but I was wasting some money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, but, uh, on a more serious note, there was there was things that the Lord wanted to reveal in my heart mm -hmm. that um, I didn't want to necessarily have out there. Yeah. And Cassie, being the prophetic person that she was, she was just like, you know, something's off. You know, something's off. And um, I, it took it took God really breaking me like all the way down. And me having to humble myself and was like, all right, babe, I'm going to get some help, <laughs> and um, we're gonna we're gonna get through this. And um, quick plug for anyone who wants to know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. uh, Cassie and I wrote a a family devotional. Yes, that has plug our it. Life, our life story um, throughout the what? devotion. It's 30 days. Um, where's here? It's called uh, Heal Healed Home. Family devotional. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> yeah. We wrote it. We wrote it in 2019, and um, uh, on the tail end of some really emotional things. And so, like, I was I was working full time for a church, and um, and leading Bible studies on campus, uh, discipling people, and you know, stuff was going good but I was addicted to pornography. And I was like, look, life is a blessing. So I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> Everything's going good. Nobody has to know. Hey, like, man, <laughs> in my mind, see the, the trick of the devil, man. In my mind, I'm like, ministry is thriving. People is getting saved. <laughs> they memorizing scriptures and getting delivered. And I'm out here, out here, bogus in my <laughs> And um, and I start feeling the I start feeling the effects of that in my marriage. I start feeling the effects of that in my children. Um, they start acting out. My wife start having dreams about what I was dealing with, which didn't help because I just talked my way out. Girl, man, we watched. Remember that movie we watched? See, I'm telling you. <laughs> but it was just it was just bad. And so uh, Cassie, she was just like, look. 
either you get some help or we need to take a break or something. And um, for the for the first time, I was out of control. Like I was not in control of everything. <laughs> so and so I was like, all right. So I got into therapy, um, and then after therapy. The church that I was working for sent me to counseling, <laughs> and then after counseling, I was just like I was thoroughly uh, dealt with um, in this area. But it needed to happen because um, God really blessed our marriage through that. We 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 were able to work through that, and um, and then and then on top of that, dealing with the spirit that that because of that, the spirit of just manipulation and lying and and secrecy and. And so Cassie was like, look, I don't trust you. I don't want you to know that I don't trust you. I love you and I don't have a plan B, you know, cause I don't have like anywhere to go or anyone to like go live with or anything. She said, but I just want you to know, I don't trust you. <laughs> and and um, I don't know how you gonna, how we gonna fix this. And so like, that's where we just start having to basically rebuild from the ground where she had access to everything. Where in the beginning, it was like blind trust. Like this, the man that I love, this, the man that God's put in my life, this man I love or that I want to marry. Now, this guy's a piece of crap. He's a liar. <laughs> we were literally just talking about that though, like about reasons that relationships are kind of like broken and shattered and trust was the number one issue on this list that Corey found and I was explaining like it doesn't have to be mistrust in a certain area like losing trust in one area can affect all the areas that you yeah, now trust to this person in so now you just need transparency with everything yeah I don't trust you so now I want to be transparent with everything. Yes. I want to know where the money's going. Yes. I want to know what you're doing. I want to know your your route your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Being <laughs> stopped for coffee. <laughs> I want all the passwords. I want you know every anything she asked for, she had it. And and I had to humble myself. And I'm like, look, if I want this marriage to work, and I do, I'm gonna have to die daily and just let this thing peel back up. And I was like, God, if if you are in this, you're going to fix this. And um, the Lord gave Cassie a revelation. And I think it came from a, a spiritual mother too, but um, he told her, he says, do you trust me Ooh. to work through Harold mm -hmm. despite his flaws? Wow. That's good. And Wow. And she was like, yes, Lord, I trust the God in him, but I don't trust him. <laughs> I get you, girl. I was like, hey, that's good enough for me. <laughs> I got it. We, I got we it. got past that thing, man. And it really, it really, honestly, it brought us closer because I'm like, look, she know everything. So ain't no sense of lying about nothing going mm -hmm. forward. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. And so, and so, um, so we really, like, that forced us to really have honest conversations, yes. to have, we learn to have emotional boundaries mm -hmm. uh, with one another so that we can deal with things um, honestly and not manipulatively. Because one thing I learned about myself you know, through therapy and through, um, you know, this struggle is that whenever I feel like I'm being challenged 
or whenever I feel like I'm being um, overlooked or, or, for, or, you know, disregarded, then I manipulate the situation to be in my favor. You know, mm-hmm. that's the marketing mm-hmm. side of me. Just like, hey, look, we're going to squeeze some juice out of this lemon. <laughs> <laughs> And the Lord really had to just like, look, man, just, just, just die already. <laughs> That's so good, though. <laughs> That's so good, though. Yeah. Uh, where can people purchase the devotional? Man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was on the website. We have 117 mandate website um, that you could. You could um, let me see if this still this website still had the link where you could purchase the book. Um, Whatever links you Harold's gonna send us some links and we're gonna link it in our caption yes. for the for yes. the podcast and the videos. Absolutely, yes. and um, we sorry for going long, but uh, you actually gonna. <laughs> well it's good. It's well good. Worth it. Well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put. I was just talking to Cassie about this today. I was like, look, babe, because. Um, we have a we have a YouTube channel for 117 Mandate that just been neglected for like two years, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Lord's been really putting it on my heart to to revive that and to really put out some good content and and um, I'm gonna put this book on Amazon so people can order there you go. Um, on Amazon um, and I'm also gonna put it on our website if you if they want to order the ebook or the PDF version of it cool. but the ebook and the and the physical copy. Uh, will be on Amazon um, sometime uh, next month. Sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got time now, so. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's but um, but yeah, it's. I mean, God has God has been faithful uh, yes. with yes. us uh, through our honesty. Something that the Lord told me, man, uh, about a month ago, is when when I was when I was stepping out and leaving my job and just trusting God to to. In the, in the realm of entrepreneurship and just uh, building um, a ministry online. Um, he was like, I'm, I'm only gonna allow you to go mm-hmm. as far as you're willing to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, and, and he says, the moment you feel like you can't be transparent, that's where your anointing stops. And I told Cassie that, and she's like, that's the word of the Lord, don't be lying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because that's that's that was like my hesitation with doing the interviews. It's like I don't want to have couples who are just like glossing over um, because that doesn't help anyone. Like I, I say that when I'm doing my blog and things like that, like just kind of glossing over and you don't really tell specifically the actual testimony of what was done wrong, how God delivered you. Like, I'm not helping anybody by just being like, yeah, I had some troubles and and the Lord helped me through it. Like, what was the troubles? Because I may be going through the same thing and I need to know how God brought you through it so I can believe that he can bring me through it. Um, So I I think transparency is... a ministry in itself like it's a, it's needed in the kingdom of God um so that people can you know realize like everybody is not out here with this perfect fairy tale life like everyone has troubles that they're going through and that's why we have to pray and seek God and read his word and walk with 
and allow him to walk us through it. Um, like you were saying about Cassie, how you she, the Lord was like, listen, do you trust me to, get, to transform him? Because I know you don't trust him, the flesh, but do you trust me? Um, and that's sometimes all it is like, okay, God, I trust you. I trust your ability. So, okay, yeah, we have another one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry, but I I I I'm, I had fun, man. This was great. Yeah. Oh, this was amazing. Yes. Thank, Thank you guys so, so much for coming on here. Um, you'll probably be hearing from us again because I would love to do this again. Yes. Uh, we'll have you know different topics and and stuff to discuss. So this has been amazing. We thank you guys very much. We're going to link everything. I want everything. I want the I want the website. I want. The, the, the YouTube channel, yeah, we want it all. Like we don't care that y'all ain't been doing it for two years. Like if y'all gonna run with it, we got promoted. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. So we thank you guys so much, man. And we'll let's pray for each other and uh and we'll say goodbye. Okay. Everyone, if you have been listening, go ahead and give this a share. If this has encouraged you, we want to hear some feedback from you. Comment, inbox us, and definitely we're Hit those links and uh, check out Harold and Cassandra's music and ministry, okay? Hey.